Conference muted. Okay, Tommy, can you still hear me? I muted the lines. Uh, yes, sir. I'm here. Right. Christina, you good? I'm good. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to the union leadership call for today. What day is it? Today is September 6th. Wow, man. I um, want to welcome everybody. We have a very special guest tonight and a very dynamic speaker, Mr. Tommy Migrant. We're going to turn the mic over to him in a second here. But just wanted to um, just start out in our usual fashion, guys, with a few rank advancements. Um, I know from my team, Team Sparty, we had one out coming out of Kirsten Jones' organization, a Jen Scaliza. So congratulations to Jen on reaching the rank of Emerald. Uh, Christina, do you have anybody from your team? Yeah, absolutely. I have a brand new shiny, sparkly emerald myself this week, Winona Solomon. Uh, she has really um, just come on board full of fire and has not let anything get in her way. She's just phenomenal, so I'm really super excited for her. We we have a few more here um, on the boards as well. If you want me to go ahead and get those out there for us. Um, we've got yeah, a go. Beth Atkins, who's Brand new emerald as of last week. Sorry that we didn't get the rank advancements in last week, but we have a Beth Atkins who's got her emerald rank. She's sponsored by Glenn Atkins. A Bree Kissel. Can you read on Glenn for a second? Because we missed this last week with uh, Aaron. Glenn is our brand new diamond coach, too. In, uh, wow. That turned Glenn into a diamond coach. He was part of my team challenge cup team. and. Long time coming for Glenn, so congratulations, buddy, if you're listening. That's fantastic. And so we have also a Brie Cassell, and I'm sorry if I totally um, tear some of these names up. I'm horrible with names. I can't wait to meet all of these new leaders. Uh, she is um, sponsored by Ron, the man, Bradley. So great stuff. And then Ken Hinkle who is sponsored by Jason Diebold, is an Emerald coach. Mary Harnish, Emerald, also uh, sponsored by Daniel Lewis. And then we've covered Winona, our new Emerald coach as well, on Team Lightning Strike. So congratulations, everyone. Just you know, continue to do what you're doing and helping others, and that's what it's about. So I'm really, really just proud of the growth that we're seeing. Yep. So I'll uh, you know, T Tommy kind of mentioned at the start here, football season started, routines have gotten going again. I know I've been preaching it a lot, Christina, on my team page about, you know, September being um, the second busiest month in the health and, and fitness industry. People are back to the, the routines again. You know, they got their kids in school, they got the sports started, and it also leads to people looking back at themselves and getting their fitness back in order, and that just really works hand-in-hand hand really good with what we do as Team Beachbody coaches, starting to refocus on the job at hand of coaching and moving people forward in their business. You know, it's time to take the pictures, put them in the photo album, and move forward here. And uh, Tommy and I chatted just a little bit earlier today through text messaging, and I just kind of shared him with my thoughts, and I know he'll probably, you know, inspire us from, from that perspective as well as some other things. I know it's on Tommy's mind. But it's just a really good time of year, guys, to really start refocusing on everything with summer being over, getting back to basics. I know the, the three leaders on the call here are looking forward to leadership coming up here in a few weeks, and that's really going to help me get refocused and bring back a lot of great information to the team. So with that being said, I would love – um, you know, to introduce, what do you say, Christina, uh, bring Tommy on now and, and let him get right at it here. Absolutely. Yeah, we don't want to hold Tommy back because he's always got fire to bring to the table for us. So we want to give him as much time as we can. Yeah, and he's got an ambulance at his house. We've got to hurry up and get him off the phone. So, Tommy, what's up, buddy? <laughs> you're cracking me up, man. Um, how much time do I have here? About 30 minutes or so? Or? Yeah, you know, we got... Our call I can go for 10 minutes, I can go for three hours, depending on what you want me to do, so it, it's all good. Tommy speaking, uh, our call generally goes from 9.30 till 10.30, but, you know, we've went okay. long, we've went shorter, so there's no time limit. Okay, I got speak. All right, well, well I, I want you guys to know I, I sincerely appreciate uh, uh, the opportunity and, and the invitation to, to, to come and, and, and speak with your team, man. I, I know that it's not something that I take lightly when I invite somebody to come and address my team. Uh, I want to make sure that I have somebody that I trust and somebody that I know, um, you know, is, is, is going to 
speak well into the into the lives and into the ears of the, the, the team that's listening. And so uh, I want to thank all of you guys. And I want to thank, thank all of the people that are on the phone tonight that, uh, that take the time away from their family, away from their job. Maybe they're working a second shift and they're, you know, sitting in the corner on, on, their, on their phone or out in their car. Uh, I know that a lot of people are making sacrifices to make uh, their part of this mission come true and, and, and make their dreams become a reality. And so I, I want to thank all of you guys that are on this call tonight. Uh, for taking that time out, you know, uh, uh, I, I, you know, you guys are part of an incredible team. You know, I, I got to tell you, I, I've been around this for, oh man, five years. It was five years ago that I picked up my first set of P90X, uh, and I've become really close friends with with people like uh, Arn Brewster, people like Jason Diebold, uh and, and and traveling to France with Christina Richardson and getting to know her really well. And I got to tell you, you can't be with with people that are that are stronger in character, stronger in integrity, and stronger in their commitment to, to, to this mission, to their own business, to their own fitness, their own families, uh, but also to their teams and to this network and, and, and to Beachbody. And so uh, all of us are truly blessed to have people like them that we're surrounded with. I, you know, you are the five people that you surround yourself with the most and the five people that you associate with the most. And so you can associate with people who are full of doubt and fear and insecurity and, and uncommitment, or you can surround yourself with, 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 with true warriors like, like Jeffrey or like Jason or like Christina and really, um, you know, get involved with what they're doing on these teams. And so let me share a little bit about my stuff with you guys because I, I don't want to make any assumption that any of you know anything about me other than the fact that I'm your, the guy that's on your join button in, in my silver underwear in my after picture. Uh, I, I just want to let you know who Tommy Migrant is. Some of you may know me. Some of you may not. And, and the first thing I want you to understand is this. I, I talk fast. I mean, I'm, I'm half Italian. I grew up in a small town. Um, I, I'm a a football coach, actually a high school football coach. I coach the offensive line. I, I work with kids. I've done that for 15 years. And so I tend to be someone that is fiery, someone that is passionate. To some people, I'm wild. To some people, I talk fast. But i got to tell you that there's going to be some nuggets in here somewhere that you guys can learn from. And so don't let my personality get in the way of your learning and your success, please. I, I beg you not to do that. Uh, I want to put that out up front and disclaim that, that sometimes I, 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 I will fly off the seat of my pants. I never know what's going to come out of my mouth. I have some notes that I've written down. Um, but I do want you to know that anything that I, I share with you tonight is coming directly from my heart. It's coming directly from a place of sincerity, from a place of honesty, uh, from a place of being courageously forthright, and it's coming from a place of, of belief that, that this mission is more important than me, it's more important than you, uh, that we have some great work to be done, and it's time for us to dig in and start doing that work. And so I want to share with you a little bit about my story. Like I said, man, I, I'm, I'm 37 years old. I grew up in a, in a small town called Bellevue, Ohio. I, I still live in Bellevue, Ohio, even though I'm an 18-star diamond and, and I earn about a mid-six-figure mid income with Beastbody and, and I've been featured in commercials like P90X and, and have you know, been able to travel the world like to France and, and to Tahiti this year as, as a top-ten coach. Um, I, I, I'm very blessed to come from a small town. Uh, it taught me so much, man. It taught me so much, and it's, there's so much of that that's part of me, which has helped lead me to some of my success. Uh, it, it taught me uh, to simply just be kind to people, man. I mean, when you're in a small town, I mean, I went to the store today, and I can't tell you how many people from town I just ran into, and I'm like, hey, Jeff, hey, hey, Susie, hey, hey, Jimmy, you know, hey, Seth, and, and, and just smiling at people and making friends and saying hello and being respectful and honoring people, and, and I learned that all from being in a small town because I grew up in a very poor family. I grew up on welfare. My mom and I lived out of a car for four months when I was 11 years old. Um, came from, from a, a place of abuse, abandonment. Uh, there was physical and sexual abuse in my household growing up. My father was an alcoholic. Uh, I live a mile away from my father now, and fortunately he and I are friends, and fortunately my mother and I have, have rebonded our relationship as a, as a mother and son. But I was actually raised by my grandparents after age 11 because my mother couldn't take care of me anymore. And in that in that emotional defeat and in that mo emotional abandonment, uh, it, it angered me to a point where I was constantly in trouble and I was constantly, um, you know, when I was 11, 12, 13 years old, I was fighting, I was drinking, I was smoking. I was getting in trouble, and it was actually a football coach. He's actually the guy that I coach football with now. He's my head coach. His name is uh, Ed Nassani, Coach Nassani. He's been the head football coach here at Bellevue High School for 22 years. But when I was in eighth grade, I was 14 years old, he pulled me aside, and he said to me, um, you know, he said, Tommy, I, you know, I'll tell you what, he's an Italian guy. He said, he said to me, he goes, I'll tell you what, I know you've been drinking, I know you've been smoking, I know you've been through a lot of crap in your life, okay, but I also know that you're a good kid. I know you're a straight-A student. I know you're a good football player. And I'm going to tell it to you straight. You can be a winner or you can be a loser, 
but you can't be both. And when you're 30, nobody's going to give a crap what happened to you when you were 10. And at, at the forefront of that, it seems very interfacing. It seems very intimidating. It seems very, but the, the, the truth is this. The, the man knew that the only way to my heart, the only way to get me on a straight and narrow, the only way to change my life was to be courageously honest and forthright with me. And it was my first experience with, with mentorship. It was my first experience with somebody saying, you know, here's the mirror. Own your life. Here's the mirror. Take a look. And I'm going to challenge you to do the same thing tonight. Along the way, as we talk about some of these things, I'm going to be challenging you to take ownership of who you are, where you're at, and what you want. Because at the end of the day, you are the only thing that you have in common with everything else. You, it's you, okay? In your marriage, in your job, in your whatever success or failure that you have in any relationship, in any financial situation, the only common denominator in any of it is you. Okay? And, and it took somebody putting a mirror in my face to, to make me step up and own my life at age 14 to make me start uh, taking ownership and making progress towards success. And I continued to, even though I, I, I started getting myself straight, I got out of trouble, I started becoming like involved with the student council and, and ended up being first team all in football, I always held on to that anger and I never had this the heart of forgiveness with my family. And so it led to me living a life of obesity. It also led to me uh, getting involved with things like marijuana and gambling. When, uh, when I got into adulthood and in my mid-20s, I started doing some things that, that I'm not proud of but that are part of my history. And I started turning to things uh, to numb that pain and to, and led a life of addiction. And so what happened was at age 32, my sister, I have one sister, and she's the only sister I have. I love her to death. I, I would take a bullet in the back for her. And my sister has a husband who has had a rare kidney disease since he was 10 years old called Alport Syndrome. And when I was 32, he was, you know, on kidney dialysis. He was, you know, just weeks or months away from dying, and he needed a kidney transplant, and I wanted to step up, and I wanted to, be, I wanted to go, and I wanted to get tested, I wanted to be there for him and for my sister and for her family, and when I went to donate my kidney, they told me, uh, you're too fat, your cholesterol is too high, your blood pressure is too high, well, here I was, I was 32, and my cholesterol was 240, my blood pressure was 155 over 90, and all I knew was they wouldn't even touch me to donate my kidney because I was too fat. And because I was too out of shape, and at 32 years old, they wanted to put me on, on meds. And all of this guilt just rushed over my body. And it was that moment when, when I could no longer accept mediocrity. It was, no, it, it was at that moment when I knew I couldn't continue living that same way. And at that point, the pain of what it took to succeed no longer mattered. The only thing that mattered was I couldn't continue uh, failing. I couldn't continue living fat, and I couldn't continue disappointing people, and I couldn't continue anymore living in excuse. I had to step up again at 32 and start owning my life, and I did that. And I, I bought a set of P90X because I knew it would work. I never knew that it would take me down the journey. And, and when I first bought it, it, I was in survival mode. Okay, so many people that were out there and were helping, right? I, I think that we do people a disservice when we try to force them along their journey faster than what they need. And so, you know, if you're, I have, I've had a lot of people that come to me and they say, you know what, I don't want to go out and recruit a bunch of fat people because they're lazy and they ain't going to get to work and I want to go and make money. Well, I'm going to tell you what, every time, if, if you play a significant role in the lives of somebody, somebody like me that was coming from a place of struggle, and you actually help them begin changing their lives in such drastic ways. See, our role as coaches is to help people have such a significant change in their life that they have no choice but, first of all, to be loyal to you because they thank you. I, this is why I've been coaching football for 15 years with, the, with this guy. I don't even get paid to coach football. I mean, all these thousands of dollars of beast body, I don't even get paid to be a football coach. I volunteer my time, and for 15 years, I've been loyal to that program because of the, the 10 minutes that this man had spent in my life that made a difference. And the fact that he continued to make that difference, he continued to be there for me when I needed him, he continued to be a role model in my life. And see, I think so many times as coaches, we forget that that's what we're supposed to be. And that people are always a work in progress, right? People are always a work in progress. And we have to allow people to go through this natural form. I'm going to get into people a little bit down the road. But at the end of the day, I've got to tell you, it's been, it's been one of the most amazing experiences of my life. 
I, I mean, I've been truly blessed, like I said, to, to, to be part of Beachbody. And I remember I was a finalist in the Beachbody Challenge, and this was four years ago when the grand prize was 250000 And maybe you've heard of Dallas Carter. He's the Hawaiian guy. He lost like 180 pounds. And super great guy, super great guy. But that, when, when, you're, when you're coming from a small town and you, and you've, uh, you know, uh, you kind of get caught up in this contest, right? You get caught up in this idea of winning 250000 grand, and you get caught up in this idea of being that person that people, people look to. And, and I get up there on the stage, and, 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 and I lose. And I lose. I, I'm not the winner. In fact, I, I, you know, I, 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 I was stuck. They announced my name to leave the stage, and I was in a, a complete state of shock. Because all I thought about for about six months of my life was, was, was I'm going to win this contest. I'm going to make a transformation that's so drastic that it's going to bring shock and awe into, in, into people when they see it. In fact, I still look at my picture and still look at my after picture, and I think, how in the heck did I do that? How did I live that discipline? How, how did I get that? Uh, uh, how did I go from 45% body fat down to 7% body fat? How did I do that? And so part of my, my, my struggle continuing forward was, was always trying to live up to that after picture. When that wasn't even my goal, when I first set up, I just, I just wanted to, to lose weight. I was sick of being tired. I was sick of being depressed. And I was sick of, 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 of living a life that I knew was substandard to what I was capable of. I don't know why people settle for mediocrity. I don't know why people say, you, you know, that, well, it's okay. I'm okay. I'm paying my bills. I'm okay. When they know that they're designed to do so much more, they're designed that they're so capable of doing things on such a greater level. So my first challenge to you is, is this, I mean, where is your life and, and where could it be? Where should it be? And it's who, you, it's who you want to be matching up with who you are. Or is there some things inside of you that need to change? Because I've got to tell you guys, as much success as I've had, I've also had a lot of failures. I've disappointed so many people. And part of this process, part of this journey is understanding that you will disappoint people and that people will disappoint you. It's all part of that game. We're all human. We all fall short. We, we all, we, we, I can't tell you how many times I've been disappointed. I, I carried on, I was, I was actually uh, sponsored into a dead spot, which meant that I never saw a single coach from anybody in my upline, uh, and, and, and I carried a lot of resentment with me for the first year and a half, two years that I decided to, to, to do this coaching thing at a serious level. Uh, when I first signed up, I, I didn't want to do it seriously. So I didn't want to sign up to be a coach. I was running an insurance agency. I was president of the Rotary Club. I was coaching high school football. You know, I had a girlfriend that I had been dating for like four or five years. And the last thing I wanted was, was to put something else on my plate. So, but at the same time, I was using the products. I was using the stuff. And I, I, I remember signing up. And I think I got, at the time, it was the body pack because we didn't even have Shakeology. And I remember... I wasn't even sure if my card would go through. That's how bad I was with money. That's how undisciplined I was financially at that time, and I've had to learn some financial discipline along the way. Um, you know, but, but I've got to tell you that that one choice, that one choice, you don't know which choice you make to take one more step, to go one, one step further. And you don't know. When I think about how I signed up, it, when I think about what got me to the point, because I didn't want to sign up. I was, I'd been on the message board for a few months, and I was like, I don't want to do that, whatever. I didn't understand it. Okay, but my coach just said, oh, my gosh, you're, so, you're good with people. You should so be a coach. Okay, pe- people, uh, you, you would help so many people. And then it was Carl Dyker, actually MySpace, Carl Dyker, the president, CEO, founder of the company. And I told him, I said, dude, I've lost 60 pounds. I'm so excited. i got 11 of my friends doing P90X. And, and he writes back and he said, dude, are you a coach yet? You need to be a coach. And it was those words, you need to be a coach. Okay, and, and, and I think that we lose it, the simplicity of that, the simplicity of that. We, we, we tend to think that this recruiting process is such, such a drastic thing when it really comes down to, to just encouraging people on a daily basis, encouraging people to believe in themselves a little bit more than they're willing to believe in, them, in their own self, encouraging people to feel worthy of something, to be worthy of joining a team, to be worthy, to be wanted, to be needed, to be valued. Okay, we pass people all the time that, that, that you know, like Craig Holiday often says, you spend the first 40 years of your life looking for, for uh, uh, money and status and the last 40 years of your life looking for significance. Okay, and when Carl Dekler says, works, you need to be a coach. Man, I so wanted to step up to the plate because people needed me. 
people needed me. How many people that are on your list, if, it, if it's just one word of encouragement or one sentence of encouragement, uh, for you to say, you know what, we would love to have you on our team. You would help so many people. You need to be a coach. It's something that direct. It's something that simple that will get people to make a simple choice. It will get people to make a simple choice. So let's talk about you. Where are you at with this? Because at the end of the day, I, I know that I'm in. I know that our Brewster's in. I know that Christina's in. I know, and, and you got to understand something. We've been, we've been at this now for, I've been, I'm four and a half years in, and I see people come in, and I see people go. In fact, my, on my Facebook today, uh, it, it's, uh, I, I have a, a, a picture that says, don't tell me, show me. Because I've seen so many people that come in, so many, whether it's on the fitness side, the weight loss side, or whether it's on the business side, the coach side, that, you know, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to be the next thing, you know, just wait so you see, I'm going to blow this up, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, you know what? Shut up and do it. At the end of the day, man, you know, the, the people that are succeeding the greatest aren't running their mouth, they're just doing it. And if you really, you know, what is it that you want to do, first of all? What is it that you truly want to do? What is it that you truly want in your life? What is it that you truly, what is it that you're committed to? And on a scale of 1 to 10, how committed are you to making that happen? Because i got to tell you that, I think where most people fall short is this, that, that they don't follow through with what they say they're going to do. Because here's the thing, the emotion of saying it is there at the time that you say it, but it wanes after, after a few disappointments. It wanes after a, a, a few no's. It wanes after a few months of not making success club. It wanes when life starts to happen and the job starts to stack up and, 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 the, and the relationship at home starts to stack up and, and, and the dishes start to stack up. And all of a sudden now, you forget your dreams and you put them on the front and you sell yourself short on your dreams that you know you're capable of achieving because you let all these other things get in the way. Okay? And when it's important enough to you, you'll do whatever it takes. When, when, you know, when the why is big enough, the facts don't matter. And so I can sit here and I can talk about all this other stuff, right? I, I can sit here and I can talk about all these things, but the truth is this. Why? Why are you here? What made you become a coach? What made you decide that moment when you decided to become a coach? Why was it that you signed up? And I'm going to tell you right now, it better be deeper than just money, because if it's just about money, you won't last. I promise you that. It will defeat you, because it won't be easy. It won't be easy. You're going to have moments of, I still have moments of struggle. As much success as I've had, there's moments and there's times and there's months that I, that I struggle. Okay, I've recently just gotten through kind of this murky period of life when it came to my fitness and working out and all that stuff, and I kind of had regressed a little bit, and I gained 25 pounds back, and I started feeling bad about myself, and then I started feeding my head with all this negative. What is it that you're saying in your head? Are you speaking life into yourself, or are you speaking doubt? Are you committed enough that you're going to be here a year from now? No matter what, no matter how much success or failure that comes your way, no matter how, how, how much praise or criticism comes your way, that your reason why that you're here is, is deep enough that you're going to continue to be here a year from now no matter what. And my challenge to you is this, because I've seen a lot of people at events. I've looked a lot of people in the eye. I've had a lot of people say I'm committed, and six months from now, they're nowhere to be found. Okay, and they fail on their own dreams, and they fail on their commitments, and they fail to follow through with what they said they were going to do because the emotion of saying it is long gone. And the only way you walk fast to that emotion is if you get back to the why, get back to the core, get back to why. What was the original reason? And how bad do you want that reason to happen? How bad do you want to help us? How bad do you want to have freedom? How bad do you want to have success or be recognized? How bad do you want to have significance in this world? How bad do you want to start building a legacy and, and generational wealth for your family? How bad do you want to change your life on a, from a physical and emotional and mental and spiritual standpoint? Okay, because it all comes down to you. At the end of the day, here's the thing. This opportunity, the opportunity is the same, okay? The programs are the same, okay? The comp plan is the same, okay? The, the Beastbody Challenge, all the materials, all the videos... Okay, Shakeology is the same. If you sell a bag of Shakeology and Lindsay Matway sells a bag of Shakeology and I sell a bag of Shakeology, it's the same thing. The only difference is the person doing it. 
the only difference between the people having success and the ones that are struggling is, is, is the individual person and their commitment and their belief and their reason and their skill. And their skill. And the level of commitment that they have. See, here's the thing, okay? The summer's over, right? The, here's the thing, the summer's over. And then the month of August, that, you know, everybody has all of these excuses as to why, why, you know, why they, you know, it's back to school, it's all this stuff. And I, I got a, I got a, one of my coaches had 25 points last month. I had 15 points last month. Okay, and, and, and it was the same month. It was the same opportunity. It was the same stuff. I had two days. I had football season during August, but yet I, I had a plan. But my plan is it involves people. See, I think that we tend to over-exaggerate the plan. So, so the first thing is this, is, is you. Okay, the first thing is you. The second thing is people. The second thing is people. Because at the end of the day, okay, if you want to help people live a better life, you're going to need what? You're going to need people. <laughs> If your goal is to, uh, you know, make money with this, if your goal is to get the diamond, if your goal is to get the star diamond, if your goal is to make, you know, 500 bucks a week, well, guess what? You're going to need what? People. It's the people that have the money. It's the people that, that need the products. It's the people that need the help. And so we can either focus on products or we can focus on people. My suggestion is that we focus on people and that we have a plan with people. See, for, for three years, I got to say something. I was a diamond coach for the first three years as a coach. I was a struggling diamond coach, and where I failed, there was two places that I failed greatly. I was great at, at, at being pumped up. I was great at engaging with the team. I was great at buying into being a team member and being a teammate and being on calls and being at events and all that stuff. But where I failed was in these other two categories, and the first one was people. Okay? And having a plan with people. Having a plan with people. Having a, a, a direct, weekly, daily, consistent plan in a system of which to funnel people through. And, and then the first thing is this. It, it, it's learning to build relationships with people. And I've got to tell you that uh, the five-step process that I and my team developed that the network has used, and I don't know if you guys are using it or not, but I've got to tell you that it, within that five-step process is really just the process of building relationships with people. It's in the process of serving people. It's in the process of building relationships with people. It's in the process of, of helping people find a solution for something that they need and filling it with, with something that we have. Okay, so here's the funnel. Here's the funnel. It's a very simple thing, and I want you to think about this. It's why we use challenge groups. Personally, I use challenge groups. That's how I build. That's how my team builds. Uh, we talk about the challenge. Uh, we use the five steps. So here's the thing. It's, it's taking people from people to relationships. Okay, I think one of the places where we go wrong with people, and where I see a lot of coaches go wrong with people, and why we're wrong many, 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 many times with people, is that we try to recruit on the first conversation. And in that, we go from, from building relationships, and we, we jump right over it into selling. And all of a sudden, it's icky. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, the only reason that guy talked to me is because he wanted me to get something. Okay, the first conversation for me is always, hey, man, let, you know, let's just get to know each other. You know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be the, the guy in the mall that, that's calling you over just to see if I can paint your nails. Okay, but from people to relationships, from people to relationships, and taking them from those relationships, whether you build them on the street, whether, whether they're, they're, you know, Facebook is a great place to reconnect and build relationships with all the people from the past, all the people that maybe they have um, other common interests, you know, because that's always the question, how do we find people? Well, I've got to tell you something, man. With Facebook, if you can't find people, then you obviously don't have a plan on Facebook because there's people everywhere on Facebook. There's nothing more overbutted in this earth than people. And if you're having trouble finding people, or if you're having trouble communicating with people, then you either need to work on your skill set of your people skills. Okay, and I don't have time for that to do a whole training on people skills, but I would say focus on people skills, and then or you need a, a plan with them. A plan on Facebook. Where am I going to find people? i got to tell you, you know, I get more excited. See, some people, here's the thing. Our job is so many people get caught up in this ocean that's called peak body because we're surrounding ourselves with other people who are equally as excited about fitness and about nutrition and about beast body as what we are. And so we're comfortable there, right? So we're comfortable. So we hang out with the team all the time. We hang out with people who are already part of it, and in the process, we're not reaching past the walls of Beachbody and recruiting from the outside in. 
Okay, all this stuff. It, 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 you know, we need, we, we need to gather together. We need to gather with the people that are part of this. Gather with the team. Gather with your friends. Gather with your beast body buddies. Okay, but then we need to scatter and we need to reach outside of the wall of beast body and we need to start talking to the other people that come from other parts of our life to help them see the value in being part of what we do here with beast body. So my first question is this, are you speaking to someone on a daily basis, at least one person? It doesn't have to be rocket science, it doesn't have to be 5,000 people, but are you talking to at least one person a day? Building a relationship with at least one person a day that's not part of beast body. Are you talking about the challenge with at least one person a day, two people a day, three people a day? People that are part of what we do that are on the outside in that you can reach out to, that you can speak with, that you can build a relationship with, are you speaking with those people on a consistent basis? Are you building relationships with them? Are you, are you doing it consistently? And then are you tracking your list? Okay? Are you tracking your list? Are you writing the names out? Do you have something? I don't care if it's a system. I don't care if it's an Excel system. I use a blank piece of paper. It's, this is an area where I failed for a couple of years, man. And once I got over myself, and once I, started, I remember being in Nashville, Tennessee, and MJ Durkin was in Nashville, and Craig Holiday was in Nashville, and MJ gets up and he starts talking about this list, right? And he's talking about, you got to keep your list of people. Keep your list of people. Well, I didn't understand that that list of people uh, was vital. And I, I sat there, honestly, in my big state of ego, at the Diamond Coach Week, and a couple hundred bucks a week, and I was like, crap, man, I don't need no friggin' list. You know, I'm Tommy Hunter. What the hell do I need a list for? And, and, and I, I can't believe how dumb I was to not just do something as simple as keep a written list so I knew who to follow up with. In, in the process of not keeping a list, man, all I did on a consistent basis was disappoint people. I disappoint, I failed to follow up, I failed to follow through, and if you're not keeping a list of people, then you're, you're, even though your intentions are to help people, even though your intentions are good, even though your intentions are in the moment to, to truly be friends with this person, uh, it doesn't take more than once for you to disappoint them by not following up for, for their opinion of you to shift. And if their opinion of you shifts, then they're never going to come in with you. They might come in with somebody else, but they're not going to come in with you. That's the difference. See, the product and the opportunity are the same. It's what you do with people that differentiates you from the next person. Okay, so people, I want to give you this funnel. People to relationships to challenges. And it's in challenges. Here's the thing. Okay, we know that 98% of the top performing, top earning coaches in the network, the people that have been consistently in Success Club, the people that are at the top of the earners list, the people that are uh, truly committed to this thing long term, 98% of those people, okay, have a, a, a result with the product first. Okay, they have a result with the product first. And so when we put people in challenges, we're giving them the opportunity to develop that result with the product. That, and, the result, and, and the product is this, and this is what we have to understand. The product is no longer just P90X. The product is no longer just Shakeology. The product that we offer is, there's, there's really two things that we offer that I, I believe are the products. The first thing is challenges, okay? The entire thing, fitness plus nutrition plus accountability that they can't get anywhere else. The challenge is the point. What is the company marketing now? The challenge. Okay, so, so are you talking just about the workout or are you talking about the challenge? Are you being a product of the product with the product being the challenge? Are you doing your fitness and your nutrition and your accountability? Are you posting your picture? Are you posting your nutrition? Are you engaging with the team on a daily basis? If you want your challengers to engage with the team, listen, your job is to lead by example and do what you wish all of your followers would do. You've got to ask yourself this. Would you want your challengers to be to follow what you do. If your challengers did what you did, would they succeed? If your coaches did what you did, would they succeed? And you need to be courageously honest and forthright with yourself when it comes to that. Courageously honest and forthright. I've got to tell you, I was, in, uh, I was in Atlantis this past year for the Success Club trip, and I was sitting there with Carl where we were having dinner, and I thought, you know, it was a, the top ten dinner, and I, I looked at Carl, 
And I'm thinking, man, I need to learn something from this guy. There's something I need to ask him. Um, I'm constantly trying to learn from these people, man, because I just, you know, I mean, how many times does a high school football coach from Bellevue, Ohio, get to be around world-class minds and, and people, you know, like Carl Eichler? I mean, what a, what a blessing that is to be in that situation, to be able to learn from people who just have this expanded thinking above and beyond just the, the city limits that I live in. And so I looked at Carl, and I said, Carl, you know, I know that you guys have grown so fast. When you start recruiting talent, into your organization, what are some, what are the top two or three things that you're looking for for somebody that you bring in to be part of the team? Because I'm sitting there thinking, I'm thinking, you know what? Okay, if it's good enough for Carl to bring them into Beastbody, then maybe I need to be looking for some of those similar characteristics when I'm recruiting for for my team, when I'm recruiting for my business partners, when I'm recruiting for my organization. Okay, because it used to be that I just went out and tried to recruit anybody and everybody and tried to make everybody a coach just so I could hit some numbers. And i got to tell you that, that in the long run, that didn't work out as well as when I started recruiting based on some of these characteristics. So Carl looked at me and said, well, you know what, that's a great question. He goes, here's what I'll say. There's just a couple of things. The first thing is this, uh, you know, they can't be a jerk. <laughs> like, they can't be. I've met some talented people that are just jerks. That I just couldn't stand being around. And it's not that, that, that they're terrible people. It's just that they and I just did not match. Like, it was just off. And I just, I look at people and I think, you know what, if I can't hang out with them at a, at a Christmas party, I don't, I, I certainly can't be offering them a position in, in my organization. You know, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I've got to be able to work with this person. Right? So that was the first thing, was, was that, that, you know, he, he wanted to be able to vibe with the person. The second thing, though, and this is what really hit me, was this. He said, they need to be courageously honest, and forthright, and courageous, courageously honest and forthright. And I, it, man, when he said that, I immediately went back to my high school coach that pulled me aside. I immediately went back to Coach Asani, and I thought, man, how courageously honest and forthright was this man? And in five minutes of his life, in, in, in being courageously honest and forthright with me, did he shift, uh, not only my life, but the lives of so many people. Okay, and, and, and when I think about whenever there was great change that occurred in my life or in the lives of others, you know, the, the great change that occurred in my life with my weight loss, with my transformation, came when I was forced to get courageously honest with myself and, and be forthright with myself and admit that I was failing and admit that my life needed to change. But that waters, those waters, as simple as they are, courageously honest and forthright, you know, and, and, and I gotta tell you, just adopting that when I'm working with coaches or when I'm working with challengers, and you can do it without being a jerk. If you're coming from a place of sincerity, if you sincerely can look someone in the eye and simply disarm them at the beginning of the conversation, say, "Listen, I know not a lot of people are going to be completely honest with you, but I want you to know, first of all, that I care deeply about your success, and that's why I have to." tell you that I think you're going down the wrong path, or I think that, you know, and, and just getting completely honest and putting everything on the table in an honest, looking in the eye, honesty in business, integrity in business, and it's something that I didn't come into Beachbody Coaching understanding, but it's something that I've learned along the way by watching these other people and these people that I respect greatly, the, the, the leads of this company, the Jeff Hills and the Brett Blakes and the, and the, and the Cole Pipers and the John Kindens and the, and the Jonathan Gelfins, who's the head of legal counsel, men that I've been able to get around and truly understand the vital importance of integrity and honesty in business. Okay, and they might not always do the popular thing. They might not always make the, the move that makes you the happiest. But they always do what they truly feel is in the best interest of the masses of people. Always. I remember John Condon, they took me to Washington, D.C. four years ago to speak to the Senate about weight loss and, and advertising. And I was in a taxi with John Condon. And I said to him, so, so, you know, why did you make, you know, P90X 90 days and not 30 days? Why not 120 days? Why 90 days? And he said, well, you know, we figured the, the majority, we did some studies, and we figured the majority of people, uh, were, they could see themselves committing to a 90-day principle. A 90, they, they could see themselves committing to 90 days. They, they wouldn't believe that 30 days was enough to truly make a change, and they felt like 120 days, four months, or 150 days was just way too long. They couldn't see themselves committing that long. But three months, they, they could give up three months of their life to make something happen. And we could believe that three months was long enough. And at the end of the day, okay, we want people to use our product successfully. And he said to me, this is what he said to me, this was four years ago, in, in, the, in the back of his taxi, 
And I don't even know why I'm telling the story other than the fact that I, I, I think it's something that needs to be told because I, I, it's part of the reason why I'm so loyal to this company, so loyal to this network, and why I believe strongly in this mission is because he says to me, you know, if we have the choice to sell uh, 100 copies with 99 of them getting used or 1,000 copies with 50 of them getting used, we would rather sell the 100 and make 10% of the money if we know that 99 of those 100 people are going to have their lives changed. Man, dude, that, that weighed heavily with me. This, he had no reason to tell me this in the back of a taxi in D.C. It wasn't like he was on some stage. It wasn't like a big performance. It was him being a real true person uh, telling me this. At a time when, when, it, when it really, that's what sold me on Beastbody. That's what sold me on this thing, right? These people, are, they're masters with people, but they, they're always coming from a place of service. Okay, so when we put people in a challenge, okay, so part of that is this being courageously honest and forthright with people when it comes to the challenge. Is this, you know, people say they want results, but quite honestly, it, you know, when, they, when people want that before and after picture, the people in those before and after pictures are people that committed to, the, to, to, the, to all of the parts of the challenge. And so we do them a disfavor to think that they could sell themselves short, to think that they could use a first set, to think that they could not use the, the supplements, to think that they could, you know, not be part of the accountability group because at the end of the day, we know that it takes multiple layers and multiple levels for them to succeed. You know, when you think about if the people that have been, and especially long term, if people want to do this long term, then they're going to need to put some frigging skin in the game, Period. We do put this favor to think anything else. It's dishonest to tell them that, the, that not putting skin in the game is going to work because it won't. Okay, so, so the fun is people to relationships, relationships to challengers, and in the process of those challengers getting results, then recruiting the coaches out of those challengers. And now you have coaches who naturally want to share and duplicate and naturally want to go out and, and, and tell people because they, they, they've already got people asking about it. So now you don't just have what we call a discount coach. Now you just don't have you know, someone filling a spot, but you actually have a coach that's ready to go out there and be part of this and start serving the world and start building their own groups and start spreading the word and start going out and working on your behalf, which is what you want, which is what you want. Okay, so having a plan with people, that was, the, that was the first place that I had felt. I, I didn't have a plan with people. My plan with people was just to talk to them, and if they sign up, they sign up great, but I didn't have a plan after enrollment. <laughs> I didn't have a plan after enrollment. And I think that's another area where, where people sign up, is, is they become strong uh, leaders, but they fail in, in what we call leadership after enrollment, what we call effective sponsoring. Okay, and with the challenge, it may really, for, for, at least for us, it's, it's simplified everything now because now we're asking them to do what they've already been part of. Now we're asking them to do uh, uh, and invite to something specific. There's a specific plan. This is who we are. This is what we do. This is why we do it. I want you to write that down. This is who we are. This is what we do. And this is why we do it. So, so that's exactly why I believe strongly in the, in the challenge concept and why we're using it and why our team has grown with it over the course of why the network has grown. We went from 50,000 coaches to 94,000 coaches uh, in eight months. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Obviously, that plan is working, and the people that are blowing it up are focused on challenge groups and challenge packs, and they're focused on serving people and focused on helping people get results and then turning those results into coaches who want to go out and help other people do the same thing. Okay, but the second area where, where I have failed and where I, I hope to be able to help you is in tracking and organizing uh, both the list of people and the time. Time management. I, I'm a fly by the seat of my pants guy, uh, and, and, and I didn't understand how that was holding everything back for so long because I because I refuse to get organized with time. I just don't keep a calendar, and I just don't schedule appointments, and I just you know just call me whatever. Okay, and and I got to tell you that, that everything that you do or don't do duplicates. And again, you got to get courageously honest and forthright with yourself and start asking yourself, okay, um, do I want my team to look like me? Do I want, if my team did what I did today, would we grow? If, if, if my team did what I did today, would, would we be changing lives together? If my team did what I did today, would they have talked to anybody? Would they have followed up with an appointment? Okay? Would they have, uh, you know, or would they have spent their entire day doing Beachbody and ignoring everything else in their life that really should be a priority above Beachbody, like their wife or their kids? Okay, because you've got to get courageously honest and support with yourself in any way. I'm never going to tell you to do this thing 80 hours a week. In fact, I work this full time and I do it in 25 hours a week. 
24 hours a week, from Monday, Monday through Friday, I do 24 hours a week. My wife and I do this both together, okay? But I believe if you get a structured plan with your time and if you have a structured focus on, you know, how many people I'm going to talk to today and, and, and you do those things and you focus on just filling challenge groups and doing it that way, that you can do this. And I truly believe that you can do this on a part-time basis, 10 hours a week, on a full-time basis, 20, 20, 25. I truly believe that. And if you're doing it more than that, then you've got to start asking yourself, how much time are you wasting on Facebook? How much time of that are you using just to socialize within the network and within the team when you're not actually out there working to produce a result? Okay, team engagement needs to be part of it. Hanging out with the team, getting around the team, being at events, inviting other people to events, being on calls, you know, the, the engaging with the team, showing up on the team page every now and then and engaging with the team because you want your coaches to do the same thing. Okay, but if it's all you're doing is team engagement, then you're not going to get very far either. You need to be around the team so you can so you can start learning the ways of the team and the ideas of the team, and so you can get the stories of the team because it's the stories that that you get that are going to help you out there. Okay, but you also need to break out and start introducing it to new people. So listen, at the end of the day, <laughs> you and people are what matters. Okay, first of all, as you your your thoughts, your beliefs, your skills. Your, your, your beliefs on yourself, your beliefs in, in this mission, your beliefs in, 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 in whether or not you're worthy of helping people, whether or not people should follow you, okay? And, and, and if you work harder on yourself than you do other people, you'll be extraordinarily successful because at the end of the day, the only thing you can change is you. The only thing, person that you can truly convince of anything is yourself. Okay? And so, so it starts with you and it starts with your level of commitment. Are you going to be committed? So, so the first thing I want you to do here, as, 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 as we sign off, I don't even know what time it is. I've been talking for a while. It's 10:15. Uh, is this? I want you to determine right now, on a scale of one to ten, how committed are you to being here a year from now? How committed are you to achieving whatever it is, rank, uh, helping a certain number of people? How committed are you to your own health and fitness? How committed are you? And does your actions match up with what you say your level of commitment is? Okay, because being part in doesn't it doesn't always cut it. Being all in does. It does. I'm gonna tell you right now that you know, if you just make that choice to, to be all in, um, it's amazing what happens. It's amazing what happens. Okay, so on a scale of one to ten, how committed are you? On a scale of one to ten, where do your actions back up your commitment? Is what you're doing on a daily basis backing it up? Okay, the, the next thing I, I want you to do is this. I want you to go, revisit your list of people. And if you don't have a list of people, I want you to make a list of people. Okay, and I want you, because here's the thing, like, 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 like Arnold Brewster said, September is the second biggest month for fitness in the entire country. And there's people on your list that need to be introduced, and, and, and you've got to get yourself out of the way of their success. Don't leave their destiny in your mouth. Your job is to simply let them know and let the choice be theirs. Serve those sell. This business is pretty simple. I want, let me make this pretty simple for you. It's like taking a deck of cards and flipping it upside down, and you, and you, you spread them all out, right, and you don't know what's what, and you're going to flip them over one at a time, and all you're looking for is aces and faces, okay? There's going to be a lot of twos through tens, and twos through tens are going to be people who, you know, just don't want it. They're just not ready. They're just not there. They're twos through tens. It doesn't mean they're never going to be an ace or a face. It just means they're not there right now. And on average, those people that are two through ten cannot say no more than seven times. Your job is to consistently be there long term enough. I've got people showing up now that maybe first were introduced two, three years ago by me. But I stay in the game. And when you stay in the game, and that's why I'm, first of all, working on your commitment, the second of all, working on your, your, the philosophy here. But twos through tens are people that just don't want it right now. doesn't mean they'll never come around. It just means they're not there yet, and that's perfectly fine. Okay, a jack is somebody that just wants to be a challenger. A jack is somebody that just wants to work on themselves. They want to get fit. They want to lose weight. They want to get sexy in a bikini. They want to whatever it is that they want to do, and we have solutions for that. So our job is to allow a jack to be a jack and to put them in the jack category, which would be to put them in the challenge and to give them the support they need, and to let them mature into a queen, king, or ace. And a queen is somebody that's ready to be a coach, but they'll do what we call, um, you know, a, 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 a discount coach or just a team coach or, or, or what I would call, you know, sort of a, a, a queen is like a seasonal, a, seasonal, a seasonal coach. 
sometimes you're going to uh, introduce you to people, sometimes not. They're going to they're make a run for a month or two, and they're going to start bringing some people in, and then all of a sudden they disappear for a few months. And then they come back and they disappear, and they come back and they disappear. And, but you need them to. And, and many, many times they're going to be a great part of the team because they're going to start bringing, when they do make a run, they're going to bring some people in, right? They're going to bring some people in that are going to be a value. And oftentimes, i got to tell you, man, I sponsored 330 people in this business, and I've got 18 diamond coaches on 330, right? But the biggest producers on my team are not the people that I sponsored directly. They're the people that a lot of these seasonal part-timers brought in that I built a relationship with that when the seasonal guy leaves, I'm the, the guy working with them, and we're running together. And they're two, three, four, five levels deep. This Tina Gonzalez chick that did 25 presents, well, she's five, six levels deep for me. But my relationship is with her, okay? So that's a, that's a queen. It's sort of these seasonal part-timers or these discount coaches. People are going to be around the team. They're never going to be your top recruiter. They're never going to be the, that consistent performer. They could mature into that if and when the reason why it becomes more significant. Okay, but that's a queen. A, a king is somebody that is somebody like you, somebody that's on this call, somebody that's committed, somebody that that is, it has a vision and is starting to work on a part time, a consistent part timer, is a king. A consistent part timer. Okay, they're going to go out there and they're going to be your consistent performer. They're going to be the person that's consistently engaging the team, consistently putting in new challenges, consistently sponsoring a couple of coaches a month. And I got to tell you something. Those people are that's that's I love those people. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love those people. I would take a whole bitload of those people because they're fantastic. <laughs> okay? And then, and then the ace are, you know, those are the people like your, your own boosters and your Christina's and, and your Tommy Liners. Those are the people that are in this. They're, you know, maybe they're full-time or, you know, what, you know they're, but they're performing at, at a long-time full-term level. And so, so our job isn't to determine who is what. Our job is to sort them into those categories, twos through tens. Take the deck of cards when you're talking to people and just try to figure out which category they're in and then give them what they are. Okay, you, you don't try to force them into something else. Just let them be where they are and let them mature into the next level. Okay, and, and, and I promise you that will be that, that, that simple. So, um, so listen, go back to your list. Introduce this to people. Start building your challenge group. Start building your challenge group. If you're, if you're going to have long-term success in this, you've got to start filling the funnel. And the more that you can start building your challenge groups, the more that your team is going to be based on results, and in the long run, you're going to have a growing organization. So, guys, I thank you for your time. I know it's 1023. Um, I'm going to hand it back to Arm Brewster. Thank you so much for, for allowing me to share with you. Tommy, man, thank you for joining. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, Tommy's been a good friend of mine for God, a few years now, and every time I speak or every time he speaks, I take a million notes. I know you guys did too. Um, I know Christina and Jason Diebold's on the line. I don't know if you guys have any uh, comments here before we, uh, before we close the call out. Um, I am just, you know, I – Guys, what an honor it is to have Tommy Migrant with us tonight. Talk about some passion and just life flowing from this man. And no wonder why he's such a huge, huge success. Uh, the Summit 2012 um, Leadership Award went to this this amazing leader, and he's been on both of the top ten elite trips the last two years. Uh, combined rank of, of lifetime 18 star, and I just I am honored, like just that, just to be in his presence, but more so just to be a friend of of Tommy. He's really touched my life, and I hope that all of you guys took away from the call as much as I did. I have a whole page of notes here. You know what what Tommy has shared with us is is truth, and it, you just you have to ask yourself those those serious questions about. Why are you here? And what are you doing with your time? And, you know, if you're not succeeding, then you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, what is it that I'm missing? What's missing here that am I not plugging into the leadership um, calls? Am I not plugging into what Speechbody's offering me for training? Am I not reaching out to people? One of the things that really touched me uh, and what Tommy said is something that really stuck out to me is reaching out outside of your comfort zone. We are always talking to people within the Beachbody community. You know, we're going to people that are maybe already doing P90X or, or they're already coaches or, or whatever. And I think that for all of us, we fail in such a huge way by not reaching outside of, of that wall, as Tommy had, had put it. So I, I want to challenge all of you guys to really – do some self-reflection this week and um, take your notes and 
you know, apply what he's saying. Don't come to this call and take all this passion away and don't do anything with it. You know, we have the honor of having him here with us, somebody who's been extremely successful in this business, share with you how to do it. Don't walk away from this call and squander that information and, and then come back to your leader and say, well, I'm just, I'm not getting it. Well, we're telling you right here, this is what you need. This is, this is how you get it, and it's simple. It's not some huge undertaking. We're not asking you to move mountains. Just apply these simple things that it, we see it works. I mean, I, look at him. I mean, have you, it's, it's just phenomenal. I, 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 sometimes I'm talking to him, and I'm like, seriously, Tommy? Are you, are you seriously? Are you, you've got, you know, another star or your, your leadership award? Or, you know, when he told me he made the top ten last year, I'm sure he can recall my text message response. He's like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's great stuff. And he's just doing the simple stuff every day, that consistent, the little things, reaching outside of his comfort, doing his personal development, you know, building the relationships. And, Tommy, thank you. You know, yeah, I love it. Let me say this because I want to bring it down because it is a thing. I think, you know, I don't want people to – because a lot of people will see all those awards and accolades and think, oh, my gosh – no, that's just, well, that's him. Well, here's the thing. Break down who I am. I mean, you know, 300 coaches in four and a half years, when you break it down to a weekly basis, I, I was one person a week consistently for four and a half years. So the question isn't, isn't can you go find 300 people? The question is, can you wake up this week and go find, find somebody? Can you, who can you help this week? Who can, who can you help this week? Who can you wake up today and go help? Okay, are you helping somebody today that's not you? Are you helping yourself today? If you help yourself today and you help somebody else today and you do that consistently day after day after day after day, then, then, then over time it adds up to significant things. You, know, you don't just jump to the top of Mount Everest and step by step by step. It's one hand placement, one foot placement at a time, step by step, step by step, up the mountain. And so, you know, if there's anything I, I could encourage you to do is just get focused on now. Who can you help this week? Who can you find this week? Who can you put in the challenge this week? Who's in your challenge that you can recruit to be a coach this week? You know, help yourself this week. Help yourself today. And then wake up tomorrow and do the same thing. Help yourself. Help somebody else. And do that consistently over time. And, and I've got to tell you that you'll, you'll find fulfillment. You'll find success. You'll find it, it's simplicity. Stop being overwhelmed by this thing. It really is not, it's not that overwhelming. Love people, serve people, have a goal, have a vision, be committed to that goal and vision, be committed to others, and, and success will follow, man. I, I, you know, so, so bring it back to right now. Who do you have this week? Who do you find this week? Second week of September, who do you got? Okay, and then follow up with that person. Reach out to that person. Speak with that person. Help that person. Keep it simple. So, but, uh, you know, because when I hear all of those things, like, I even get overwhelmed sometimes. I have top 10 two years in a row and leadership award and all this. I got a regular freaking guy from the middle of nowhere in Ohio. If you look on my back door, there's a cornfield. I still go back to the floor. My dog just crapped on my carpet earlier today, and I had to clean it up. I'm just like any of you, right? <laughs> you know? And so, it's, it, 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 you know, it. At the end of the day, that, that's some of my best advice is to keep it simple, focus on helping people, and, and the rest will follow. So, and it's funny, Tommy talks about you know he had to clean up his, his his pet mess because that just basically shows you that it didn't change him. It doesn't mean that you becoming a successful coach, uh, diving in here and and really embracing what the Team Beachbody mission is about is going to change you guys. It's not going to change you. You know, I mean, as we close this out, I want you guys to truly understand that you have, you know, an opportunity in front of you that is not that difficult when you do the simple things. You know, Tommy just basically said it. Averages out to about one coach a week, one customer maybe a week. But it's not that. It's, it's the little things that you do day in and day out. It's continuing to be who you are, inspiring other people, and just, you know, having that mission to help them out. And it's slowly at surely will continue to build into something very, very beautiful. It has for me, I know it has for Christina, it has for Jason, and obviously it has for Tommy. It's, it's the, the successful people are the ones that are willing to do those tasks day in and day out. It's nothing to be afraid of, guys. You know, as I said earlier, we are entering the second busiest time of the year. 
first being January. Second is is the, what we call routine time. It's September. And this is the time for you guys now to make the decision to get back in shape maybe, you know, to, to, to maybe take the uh, – this, this, the months that you've already been a coach and not really done much with it and start to learn what this is about. You know, call your upline. Um, listen to some of the calls that we have up on teamleadershipcalls.com and, and start to plug in. This is the time, guys. This is it. Tommy just laid out such an inspirational, you know, discussion on what it takes to be successful. You know, it's you. Don't blame your upline. Don't blame anybody but yourself as far as why you're at where you're at right now for a reason. But that doesn't mean you have to stay there. You can change that. Tommy, I really appreciate you, buddy. I really appreciate you joining the call tonight. Um, and we are going to let him get back to his poker night. All right, guys. Hey, thank you so much, man. It was, my, it was my pleasure to be here. So thank you, guys. Thanks a lot, Tommy. Everybody have a great night. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great night.